listening to the Mobcast Network. Welcome to the Gold Movie Cantina. Woo! Hello. Hello. <laughs> this is the podcast that looks at some of your favorite cult films, adds alcohol or beverage. Me. Shows someone's not seen them. Hello. And then we talk about it. Yes. I'm your Native American pop culture spirit guide, Scotty, and I'm joined by, as always, your lady of libations, Countess Von Frankenberry, Stephanie. That's my real name. <laughs> Just in case you didn't know. Yeah, it's not on the lower third or anything. It should be, Scotty. We should talk to our editor. <laughs> we should talk to our editor. We should talk to our editor. I'll get on to him. Uh, uh, Justina, uh, your jellical dresser. She who knows no movies. Admiral. At your service. At ease. <laughs> we're all low energy because this movie's a very low energy movie it really is oh, uh, shockingly low energy i was surprised too so we saw yeah. clerks three to finish out our kevin smith clerks trilogy because uh, we we started with the first two because we wanted we knew three was coming uh, and we now have seen three we have so that's what we're doing today so we're going to talk about three awesome can we introduce our producer we can get there oh i thought <laughs> we were there i'm sorry no, we can get there but yes we also uh we're also joined by <laughs> Producer Caleb, hey, number two. Number two. Number two. Who does number two work for? Pick number two, <laughs> my lord. You can follow us on any podcast app. Please subscribe, uh, rate, and like us because that helps out. Uh, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash Cowboy Cantina. You can see our smiling faces at youtube.com slash Mopcast Network. And we're on the TikToks. The TikToks. Because I'm old. At Mopcast. Mm -hmm. So, we'll get on it, but we will not call it what it is. You are not the boss of us, Tiki Takis. Tiki Taki, Tiki Taki. Because they're run by China or something. I don't know. Whatever, like, boomers are talking about it. They're like, you can't get the Tiki Talks because <laughs> the Chinese will take over your mind. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know exactly how that well, works. Well, if they want it, they're going to get your mind. <laughs> That's true. They don't it. need the Tiki Takis. I don't know if they want mine. Yeah, what, did, what did they do with my <laughs> mind? My, it's also not like American companies aren't already selling our information. Right. 100%. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that I have a package on the way from China. That's how much I care about the China <laughs> in my It was cheaper. You were like, bring it on. That I needed here. Right. I got you. I got you. So, like I said, we did the 2022, uh, the newest movie ever on our roster. Yeah. Brand new. Uh we did Clerks 3. Do you remember the last newest movie on our roster was? Like our last brand new movie we Wasn't did? it um, um, Candyman 2? We didn't do that on the podcast. Oh, we, we didn't? Did, we, okay. we talked about it. We all saw it together, but we didn't do it on the podcast. Hmm. Um, was we, it um, Hamilton? No, but you mm -hmm. almost said it. Cats? Cats was the last one we did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was so. going to say Cats, and I was like, well, I, I don't remember know. Cats, yeah. I didn't know how soon after it came out we watched that. All right. So Clerks 2, 3, <laughs> 2, 3. Two, three, four. Uh, written and directed by Kevin Smith. Well, two also was written and directed by Kevin right. Smith. <laughs> Stars Brian O'Halloran as Dante, Jeff Anders, uh, Anderson as Randall, Jason Mewes as Jay, Kevin Smith as Silent Bob, Trevor Furman as Elias, Austin Zaire, uh, Z Zodger, mm -hmm. Austin Zodger as Blockchain Coltrane, and then uh, Rosario Dawson uh, as Becky, very briefly. <laughs> there you go. Are you ready for some fun facts? Yes. Uh, so I'm going to do this one a little differently. Uh, yeah. Simply because the facts of the year have not been completed because we're still in it. Uh, I would like in. to add a fun fact um, after I tell you what we're doing. So I should do that first. So we are going to do <laughs> fun facts from 1922. 
1922? So 100 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I well, don't know who the sexiest man was. <laughs> you don't have that. But they do have Miss. Oh, wow. Hold on. Your audio keeps cutting in and out. Again. Try it again. No, I'll order a new cord. He could have just asked me to do that from over there. He's just doing a producer uh-huh. job. He's a good uh-huh. producer. He no. is. Go ahead. Hello? Yep. You're good. Better. Okay. All right. uh, so when I started looking up the fun facts, uh, I searched 1923 because I don't even know what year it is. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 1922. This is the year of America's first aircraft carrier, the USS Langley, was commissioned. Nice. All right. All right. The two-month-long railway shopman strike of 1922 began, affecting 400,000 workers. We almost had a railroad strike again this year. How funny. A hundred years later. That's crazy. Who do you believe was probably the most famous person in America in 1922? The president. No. No. Um, So, 22? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody in the mob. No. No. Think more. Yeah, give me. Give me athletic. Um, oh, a boxer, but I can't remember his name. I'm gonna say no because I don't think he did that. Okay, Jim Thorpe. No. I'm gonna think baseball. I think oh. that's oh, what Babe, he did. Babe, Yes, Babe I was like, I'm pretty sure that's what he did. Yeah, Babe but Babe I didn't want to. You know, say the great Bambino. Following that, uh, not connected, maybe connected. The Rose Bowl. Rose Bowl, Bowl Stadium officially opened in Pasadena, California yeah, that's in football. 1922. Mm. This was the year of Coca-Cola's first ever polar bear print. Really? Oh, I didn't know. It's been around for 100 years. Wow. I thought the polar bears were new-ish. Like I did not finish time. that fun fact. I'm sorry. Coca-Cola's first polar bear print advertisement appeared in France in 1922. So nice. it might have been around longer. Who would you think the funny guy was from 1922? I have no way to give you hints on this other than letters. Because I don't know. Are there C's in the name? I love that you asked me a letter question. There is no C. You have a face to your hangman. I mean, I know team. Will Rogers. No. Initials. H-L. I know Laurel and Hardy. But it's one person. Okay. HL. Oh, no. Yeah, no. It is Harold Lloyd. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I have a, silent film guy. a random little snippet that was in these fun facts that is no longer uh, really something that's accurate, but I wanted to put it in here because it made me happy. Betty White is older than sliced bread. Betty White was born in 1922, and sliced bread was introduced in 1928. Yep. Nice. Mm-hmm. But she is no slice, longer alive. Slice bread still going strong. Betty no, White, gonna, not so much. It's going to pass her. It's going <laughs> to surpass her. I'd like to switch on over to something that we can all play. What were the top 10 baby names in 1922? <laughs> okay. 1922. We're going to go with male or female, or does it matter? Uh, I have a list of both. So whichever you'd like to start with. Okay. I'm going to go with um, women. We're going to go Betty or Elizabeth. Both are on here. Well done. Yeah. Uh, Mary. 
Mary's on here. Catholics. Um, <laughs> Jack or John? Uh, John is on here. I don't see a Jack. Harold. It's a good one, but no. Cause, cause, William. Yeah, I mean, William's on here. Yep. George. George is on here. Um. Let's see. Walter. <laughs> no, no, Walter. Louise. Louise is a good one. It's not that, on here. That's a good one. That's Thank a you. good one. Lewis. Nope, no Lewis. Abigail. I like Abigail, <laughs> but no. Um, Robert. It's more like an 1823. You said Robert? <laughs> yeah, Robert. Uh, Robert's on here. Catherine. No Catherine. Rachel. No Rachel. Um, we just announced one of the names attached to somebody else earlier. Plays baseball. Oh, um, Ruth. 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 I was going to say. Yeah, babe. it wasn't babe. <laughs> I was going babe. Um, <laughs> because I was thinking the name earlier, uh, it's not, it's either Charlie or Charles. Charles is on here. Okay. Well done. Nice. So uh, just to let you know the ones remaining, uh, the women, we have Mary, Dorothy, Helen, Margaret, Ruth, Betty, Virginia, Mildred. 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 That Elizabeth. is definitely a 1920s yeah. name. <laughs> Uh, John, Robert, William, James, Charles, George, Joseph, Edward, Richard, Frank. They're very like all the king names, all the king yeah. names. kings and biblical names. All right, Scotty. Yes. Who was Miss America in 1922? <laughs> like the person who can't just name the state. Uh, she's from Columbus, Ohio. Oh, I can't oh. name the person for the. I don't know. He was going to guess the state. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to guess Ohio though. So, uh, so you would have been wrong. I would have. Uh, Mary <laughs> Catherine Campbell. Mary Catherine, also a Catholic. Yeah, that's very Catholic. Uh, fun fact. Probably because they probably only let Catholics or poor Catholics and Protestants in it, and no Jews, no anybody right. else. Yeah, no they're very, they're, they're very, very restrictive back in the day. Probably, oh, I yeah. believe that. Mm -hmm. I was reading up a history of it a few months ago. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think you told us. Yeah. Um, all right. So, fun fact: gummy bears were created in Germany in 1922. Oh, I didn't know the, gummy bears were German. Did you? Yes, 100 percent. <laughs> Matter of fact, the only brand that I buy is a German brand. Which is? That's the Haribo brand. That's the German. That's, that's interesting. The, I've got a bag of Haribo um, gummy bears at, at my desk right now. Also, they have a Black Forest brand that you can get. Go. She's very knowledgeable about gummy bears. It's because they're from Germany. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. Yep. Mm -hmm. The British Broadcasting Company was established, or better known as the, the BBC, BBC, in 1922. I found this to be interesting and uh, did not do research on it. So if it's incorrect, I will send I will your hate, it. Send your hate mail to mopcastnetwork at gmail.com. Yeah. Address to genital jester. <laughs> we'll see what happens. <laughs> The first ever 3D movie was The Power of Love, a silent film released in 1922. It was also the first film to have an alternate ending, and the viewer could choose between the happy and sad endings. Oh, that's cool. Both shot in 2D by closing one eye or the other. No copies exist. So that's really hard to disprove i know but i when i saw that i was like that is probably one of the coolest fun facts i think i've ever found I and i want to do some research on it i have just not had time today i think that's, that's pretty cool so i would like to look into that if anybody has any knowledge on this please reach out uh how cool would it be to change the outcome just by closing an eye be that's like really right cool. for happy left for sad back in the Blue pill or red pill late 80s well, really yeah late 80s they they 
a couple of studios toyed around with um, changing endings with the movie by audience audience vote. And you could do it like live, live. live. So you could you had a remote, yeah. you could you click, and whatever percentage was mm-hmm. the that's which real they sh- they showed. That's interesting yeah. too. Problem is, you would have to then input. You would have to have every movie theater implement that. Well, oh, yeah, but like the system for it. Yeah. yeah, it would have to almost be delivered with it. Something deliverable. Yeah. See, now it's easier to do it. You just do it via cell phone. So. Yeah, true. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, the term "the Jazz Age" was coined by F. Scott Fitzger- Fitzgerald in 1922, the same year that The Great Gatsby is based. Mm-hmm. Reader's Digest began publication in this year. All right, so there was a riot that I found interesting. The Straw Hat Riot of 1922 was an eight-day riot that occurred in New York City over men wearing straw hats past the unofficial date that was deemed socially acceptable, which is Easter, I would imagine. It's the end of the year. You can no longer wear it after the end, like a certain point at the end of the year. Okay, certain point at the end of the year. Think like Like Labor Day. Kind of like purple. It's September 15th. So if you wore a straw hat after September fifteenth, it was deemed what do you mean, unacceptable. I've never heard you can't wear like you're or not purple. I'm sorry, white. white. As white. I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, white. You can't wear white after Labor Day. Yeah. Um, that was at least like what you're they right. say. Um, anyway, so I thought that was fascinating. That is Nanook of the North, the first commercially successful full length documentary film, was released on June eleventh of nineteen twenty two. Fake. Mm-hmm. Is that one fake? Yeah, that's that's, that's where the uh, whole um, <laughs> is, they, is a fake documentary. Yeah, what you're saying. There's, there's some stuff in there. It's, that's a, it's fake. It's it's fake. Now I want to look into that as well because I'm super fascinated. How did you like it? In it's general, fine. It's fine. Outside of the fact that it's fake. I mean, it it shows life as they wanted to show life uh, of saying. a of an Inuit guy up north, and it's but it's it's like. Hey, go do this and do, instead of just like following them like a real documentary, they just got to do a lot of stuff. I got you. And they put it together and they fictionalized a little bit, but a bunch of it. All right. Um, on August fourth of nineteen twenty-two, all telephone service in the U.S. and Canada was silenced for one minute to mark the funeral of Alexander Graham Bell. Oh, I know. Isn't that nice? Everybody would lose their shit if they did that now. Yeah. If they were like, we're turning off for a minute, everybody would be like, where's my phone? Why is so, it not working? So, so uh, since we've re- since we've recorded last, the the Queen of England has died. She mm-hmm. has, and so England's doing like you mentioned the BBC. Made me think about this, and then this directly mm-hmm. leads into this. But like, all the channels and the BBC channels are all showing various things of the Queen or mm-hmm. her funeral or the, her lying in state. There's all it's like every channel is dedicated to it because it's it's written rightfully so. Except except for BBC Five. Uh-huh. Which yesterday they showed the emoji movie, so it's like you see the, <laughs> you see this whole list of like Fantastic. queen, 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 queen. The emoji movie, queen, queen. That's crazy. <laughs> BBC Five's like we don't give a fuck. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, at some might, point you need something I mean, else to watch. It must be it must be run by the Irish. Hardcore. <laughs> I mean, you you guys know that I watch soccer, and on the weekends the Premier League. You know we usually meet down at O'Daly's right. and watch mm. Premier League. And last weekend, uh, the Premier. Premier League canceled all soccer games. Yeah. Because they're pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's ruled for like 75 years. <laughs> yeah, she did. Uh, so I only have one more thing and then the board game of 1922. Okay. Uh, so the Broadway show, just because I find it fascinating, all the stuff from 1922, uh, opened in May 20, 
on May 23rd of 1922 and closed October 1st of 1927. It was Abby's Irish Rose was the Broadway show of that time. Um, So the board game of 1922, anybody want to guess? Anybody? Monopoly. No, but it it wasn't too far from there. Life. Parcheesy. No. I'm just going to tell you. I I don't know if you guys are going to know. It's called Across the Continent. Each player draws a list of cities that they must visit in sequence, which starts and ends at a particular city. Players roll the dice and move along their chosen routes to reach their target cities. Each time they throw doubles, they must draw a card. Most cards have a question about a state capital that rewards the player for answering correctly or punishes them for (laughs) answering incorrectly. So it's an educational game. It seems interesting that that's set up that way. Occasionally the cards have no question, but just advance the player's car to the next destination. The first player to reach all of their cities and return home is the winner. It was originally published in 1890, but was re-released in 1922. Nice. Nice. All right. So those are fun facts from 100 years ago. All right. So we're going to get into this. Warning now. uh, If you have not seen Clerks 3 and would like to, this is where you turn the episode off. Okay, goodbye. Bye. See you later. Um, we Come are back. going to uh, spoil everything in this movie. And all of it. All of it. So um, from here on, it's on you. You have been warned. Yeah, been warned. There is, are spoilers. This is your spoiler warning. Brothers and sisters gather round. I'm gathered. It's 15 years after the events of Clerks 2 where Dante and Randall bought and still own the Quick Stop. Next door, Jay and Silabon own a marijuana dispensary. Elias and his friend Blockchain are trying to sell Randall on their new NFT kites. Um, but Randall suffers a heart attack and is rushed to the hospital. Randall is informed that the kind of heart attack he has is called a Widowmaker and that it has an 80% death rate, but uh, he's in good hands with uh, the doctor because she's good at what she does, and so he's going to survive, which he does. Doesn't she also fix spacecraft? She does. I thought she did. Um, which is funny when they're talking about the Mandalorian because she's in it. I know. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> the doctor then warns Dante to watch out for uh, Randall for depression and also that Dante needs to get checked out if, if he lives his life like Randall. While recovering, Randall realizes that his life is meaningless and that, that no one will mourn him when he's gone. Dante mentions that he thought Randall could make a great movie and that inspires him to do just that. After being released, Randall writes uh, a script and is pretty much a pain giving people roles. Uh, in the shoot and pissing Dante off and making him um, making him a producer, he gets mad, storms off. Dante then visits the cemetery where he is visited by the spirit of Becky, his fiance from Clerks 2. She and their unborn daughter Grace were killed by a drunk driver, and Dante has been mourning them ever since. She tells him how awesome that afterlife is, but uh, he's in charge of his own book and his story's still being written. He decides uh, she's right and he goes back to help Randall. They go through casting with various cameos of people Kevin Smith has worked with over the years, including Ben Affleck. Uh, Randall decides that everyone should just play themselves, and they go forth and make remake Clerks in the most Kevin Smith of ways. Randall continues to be a large pain in the, pain in the ass, and to the point where Dante yells at him and has a heart attack himself. In the hospital, Randall decides to leave and work on the movie, and Elias yells at him for leaving his friend. But Randall's all like, it's a heart attack, it's no big deal, and goes off to edit the film when he realizes it's a huge deal. Randall re-edits the movie and then sneaks into the ICU where he sees Dante on a respirator and shows him the movie on a laptop. Dante and Becky watch the movie together in, in a spiritual movie theater. And before the film is finished, Dante and Becky leave. Dante forgives his friend and he knows that he's in good hands and he knows what to do. He trusts him. The pair leave the theater and Dante dies in the hospital. 
They have a funeral, and Rando elevates Elias to his new best friend. The last shot is a pullback from the counter uh, with the spirit of Dante standing by Randall as we see Jay's uh, daughter, Millie, checking the expiration dates on the milk. Credits. I like that it was oat milk. Like, way to modernize it. Right. Still milkmaids, but now it's oat milk. I didn't realize uh, in in the research, I didn't realize. I mean, I knew it was Harley playing Mm -hmm. that role. It's Kevin Smith's daughter. Because he's a vegan now. Right. And so so in the um, uh, in Jay's Silent Bob reboot, um, Harley plays Jay's daughter, M- uh, Millennium Falcon or whatever the who yeah. comes in, but like Millie, and so it was good to see her cameo for that. Yeah. But yeah, Jay's daughter, yeah, plays Jay's daughter. Yeah. Uh, it's a quick sermon. It's a quick movie. It's a, it's like right at two hours, but there's not a lot of substance to it. Right. So, yeah. but it was it was much more serious than I expected, and it hit my soul. My heart, man. So, yeah, it hit. So, so it's not. Uh, who wants to start? Really? Because that's. I don't know. I can just straight up say that it's not what I wanted to watch. <laughs> I'll give you that. So, um, I, it's hard to. I mean, it's not what I wanted to watch. It's not what I wanted in the in this movie. Uh, it was. I. I think that I expected it to be like the making of Clerks. I mean, I expect mm-hmm. a lot of the same goofy stuff, a lot of fan service. Um, and but then that, you, that's all there, right? Which is there. And I just expected that throughout the movie. Right. You know, you have Levi's, you know, Kevin Smith movie. We had a good time. Um, I did not care for the twist. Right. I I, I just didn't like that. Number one, I was kind of like, wasn't crazy about killing off Becky, but I understood that because she's on to bigger, better things. Right. I get that. But when they killed Dante off, I was like, fuck this shit. (laughs) I was not down with it. Sure. Did we all kill Dante in the Screw Mary Kill from a couple weeks ago? Because we may have done this. Was this on us? Is this on us? Did we do this? Oh, I did kill Dante. I did kill Dante. I, was, I married Dante. I think I killed Dante. I think ours was the same. So we killed him, but now we're upset about it. I'm very upset Bring him about back. it. I mean, I didn't really mean to kill him. <laughs> we didn't know it was for real. We take it back. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Yeah. So you know, I didn't even come up with that today because I, I'm, I'm irritated. Right, which is fine. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't mind the the him dying because I felt that was part of the heart of the story. Um, my my real issue is more of how Randall dealt with it. Because it feels like Randall wasn't affected by it. Oh, he was definitely affected. Was I, he? Yeah, I'm. I'm with Caleb on this. I one. don't know. Yeah, not a lot. He just kind of so, elevated new best. All right. Friend. So I still love Elias in this movie, though. Oh, yeah, Elias, Elias is hilarious. Elias is the best part. Uh, the the yeah. turn for Elias from for Clerks to Elias is very very Christian. And then when Dante, not Dante, when Randall goes in the hospital and and Elias is all worried about Elias. Satan's concubine. Yeah, Elias <laughs> pra- before the heart attack, Elias prayed that Randall, who had been picking on him, would be struck down by Jesus. And then that's when he has the heart attack. 
And then he realizes with great power comes great responsibility. He tries to beg Jesus to take it back, and he doesn't. So he switches sides and becomes a born-again Satanist. And well, because after he prays to Satan, he yeah, knows yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, Satan did it. So, so he becomes this born-again Satanist. Yeah. And so as the movie progresses, he gets more and more into it. It's like he's, he becomes more and more gothy to the yeah. whole thing, which is uh, His makeup is on point, though, which is so funny. Like he's testing it all out. Yeah. And so there's a whole side story about Elias and his journey that we don't get, which would... <laughs> Well, Kevin that Smith, would be a good movie. Kevin Smith, if you want to make a, a short film, that you need yeah, to do that. I, I need to see that. Um, I, I listen to the Kevin Smith's podcast, and I do. I listen to it every week, every or every time I do it. Um, they, um, uh, his co-host Mark Bernardin slipped out that Becky was killed, so I knew that going in. Oh, you did. So I knew that going in, and like with you, I get it. She is in two major Disney franchises. She can't keep working for like you, you. You get in the guild, you get so many like favor pays, you know, like yeah. where you like scale, just scale, scale plus, mm -hmm. and you get so many of those. You can't just do those forever. No, because so, you, you you're not allowed to. Right. So so you know she's a she's a million dollar actress. So she can't keep doing this for a couple of, you know thousand bucks for a day shoot. So so um I get it. So I get killing her off. I hate that they killed her off so early. I mean, I I wish Dante had the at least had the child, had the kid or something. Because yeah. Dante's very much a sad sack in this thing, and I, I don't like him being the sad sack. Yeah. Where it basically it almost feels like Clerks Two ended, and that's when she like she just died immediately afterwards. The way oh, it yeah, yeah, it was. She, was she, she looked like she was about to pop yeah. at the end of Clerks Two. Yeah. So it had to have been like literally well, immediately in, in, after in the, that. In a quick little flashback, we see her coming in in, in the um uh, ER. She's got the belly, and she's yeah, yeah. she's and, like at the end. And what was and isn't the her tombstone isn't the year two thousand six? Yeah, so, yeah, so they, they weren't engaged literally very long. right after. Yeah, they they weren't they weren't engaged very long. No, they got married. They got married before she had the baby. No, um, on the tombstone it had his last name, oh, and they yeah, were yeah. they were married. Yeah, like no, at I the just, end of yeah. Clerks Two, they yeah. were married. Okay, yeah. But they didn't get like I think they probably just went and did a quick marriage. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, like, it was like, probably like that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, that she she died like right after Clerks Two. Did like, something like that happen to Kevin Smith? No, no, I don't know his life. So the only thing that's yeah. happened, the only thing that happened to him was the heart attack. The heart, right. the heart attack's real. Yeah. And so here's my big problem with Clerks uh, Three. I'm a Kevin Smith fan, and being a Kevin Smith fan, I watched his podcast. I watch his stand-up special. Anything he's on, I listen right. to. I've heard this story a million times, and so when he writes it in the movie, he literally writes it word for word. Than ever, I've, it's yeah. like no, he's a writer. You change things up, he doesn't. So everything he said that that the doctor says, um, Andy, uh, Amy Sedaris says, is literally everything that his he says his doctor tells him. Yeah, and so I've heard word. word for word. So I've heard every bit of that, like the widowmaker, the, the widowmaker bit, the whole. Thing. I've heard it all before on lots of podcasts that he's been on. Um, it profoundly just, affected him. The, the heart attack, right? Mm -hmm. The um, the small dick stuff about um, you know, wouldn't show lower his pants and stuff, and they had to do it in the OR. All happened to him heard the whole story and like he didn't change anything like mm -hmm. dialogue from the he was like oh i've already done this i'll just transpose this which is fine and i, and I know not everyone has know, knows the story but you still kind of tweak it a little yeah. <laughs> for for the for your for your like avid followers because right, they know 
because they're the ones who, I mean, he doesn't, this movie's not released. This movie doesn't have a wide release. It has a fathom release and he's touring it like William Castle did back in the fifties. So he's doing a live tour with it. So his fans are going to see it. Not the, not the general masses. So they know the story. So it's like, tweak it. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. And they won't get mad at you. Maybe it was just important to him oh, for it to be in I, there yeah i'm i'm, I'm like not that. saying not put it in there but just like add something like like it's don't take it, away add something right it's it's literally word for word that, right. that he's been saying for the last four years right so it's just like i was like i was really kind of surprised by that how like oh okay so this is what we're doing all right i found it interesting i guess because i didn't know in the in the context of randall and dante I didn't realize he resonated with Randall. I, I don't know, because I guess Dante's the one that seems like he holds everything together. I assumed that in that context, Kevin Smith was the Dante. Well, I think he's a little bit of both. Yeah, he's them. a little both. And and Randall is, you know, what happened to him, and Dante is what could have happened to him. So I meant, like, through all the stories. Right. Yeah. But this one, it felt like because of the, it's word for word what was told to him, and then Randall's the one that wants to make the movie, and Randall's the one that fights for it. Just felt like he was throwing himself at Rand. Like, well, originally in Clerks One, he was ca- he he cast himself as Randall. So I want like was that his like is that his face on him? Yes. Like everything he does, like he right, right. So, watching it though, I always envisioned Dante to be the Kevin Smith. Me too. I always thought he'd be a nicer person. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily that. It's just, like to get i don't I, I don't think he was i mean i i don't i don't know the guy and didn't know that especially didn't know him back then so, i mean he probably was a little shit back then yeah and just i mean he seems like a, everyone seems to like working with him and you know he has this core group of people i'm not sure well he got so did he have a person that did that was with him for no, everything. No, no, he hasn't had or if any kind of yeah, major. And if and if he's if he had, he's never mentioned it, and that's really really unlike him. Kevin yeah. with the unmentioned, not mentioned anything. The most traumatic life. thing in his life has been his heart attack. Right. No, I know that. I, I just don't know, like, if he had that while he was like younger. Like maybe they passed away when he was younger. Like yeah, somebody that was there with it. him. If it, maybe, maybe, but like I said, he hasn't mentioned it. It's interesting. So. Um, because Kevin Smith originally, when he when he went to go get the job, he wanted a job at the R- R- RST Video, and they said, "Oh, you've got convenience store uh, experience. We'll hire you here at the video store if you can, but just know you'll have to work at the convenience store a couple of days a week." And he said, "That's fine." Turned out he had to work; the, he never worked at the video store. He always worked at the convenience store. There you go. I mean, so, yeah, bait so. and switch, bait and switch. Yeah, he, he just said that. He just talked about that on Pete Holmes's podcast this week. Hmm. So. Um, the other thing I don't like about this film is the it was a lot of hey remember this from this thing that we've done yeah it's a lot of a lot of Easter too eggs. much of that there's a lot and which is Easter eggs I like normally like but we just had a whole movie full of Easter eggs Jane Silent Bob reboot is an Easter egg movie it is and it's just full of Easter eggs and so it's like now it's Kevin Smith doing all right here's part of my life and I'll fill in the rest of the plot with Easter eggs because I don't need to do substance and I'm like you kind of need to do substance. <laughs> I do agree that I don't think Randall had a big enough shift at the end. Oh, so yeah. My third thing. Um 
Randall doesn't learn a lesson. No, he doesn't have an arc. He doesn't have a character arc. He, he doesn't. He, he doesn't change. He doesn't learn a lesson. His best friend dies basically in front of him in anger. Right. And he has a brief moment where he gets to show him this movie, which is a very sweet and tender moment. Right. It's, it's beautiful. It's probably the nicest thing Randall's ever done. Right. But we see Dante forgive him. Right. Randall never sees this because he, he's not there. He's not right. present in the spirit world or he's not at the movie theater. And so all Randall knows is that the last things he said to him were, were, were hateful. Mm-hmm. Were, they were in anger. And even as he comes back to say, hey, buddy, this movie's all about you. And then he dies. Right. And so it's like. And at the end of the movie, I look at Randall like Randall doesn't grow. There's no growth in Randall. No. Which is also interesting if Kevin Smith sees himself as Randall because that heart attack changed his whole life. Right. And he he altered everything he does. So why wouldn't Randall have a bigger transition? Right. Because he's Randall. I think it's because it's Randall. I mean, you know, but I, it is kind of disturbing how he, how easily his best friend could be replaced, yep. with Elias. You know, oh, you're my uh, new best friend now. I said that in Clerks too, so obviously it's here. Ha ha. So it's 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 real interesting is uh, about it. I mean, Clerks one, two, and three follow the same pattern. There's always a fight between Randall and Dante. That's a, that mm. you know in all the in all three films. In fact, Clerks three, the big fight happens during the big fight. When they're shooting the big fight yeah, scene, right. it leads up to yeah. the big fight scene in Clerks 1. So it, it, it all comes full circle. Um, so criticism aside, yeah, I think it's bold choice to kill Dante. And I, I'm, I'm not 100%, I'm, I'm not 100% on board, but I'm not 100% against, against it. Because I think it's beautifully done. I think I think the the reuniting him and back in the movie theater is fantastic. Yeah. I love the fact that we watch them make clerks when they're all in their fifties. Yeah, <laughs> and then they show the movie. And it's they're the, young again. It's the original. It's, yeah. it's your clerks. It's the original clerks. Beautiful. Yeah. I was. I know you don't cry in movies. I was a mess. I was. You, know, you said about me. I was a mess during this movie, and so um, the and the thing that gets me the most, the one that floored me. Was at the funeral when Dante says, "I want to quote the Departed." No, not the not the Scorsese film, mm-hmm. but uh, Dante. He's not supposed to be here today. Oh, yeah. I was a mess. I was a, tears down my face. I was a mess. I was a mess. Oh, well written. It's probably. I think it's the strongest third act he's ever written in anything. It's moving and fun. You know, it's and it's silly at the end. They they have to tie up the weird nod mm-hmm. where. Dante gets the money from the move, from the move to from his wife, from uh, yeah. Emily, yeah, mm-hmm. and then they tie up real quick with the NFT thing. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. So walking out, I was more positive than negative. I was probably the most positive out of everybody walking out at the time. I didn't get just seen as reviews opinions. have been real, real mixed. Yeah, it's been yeah. real mixed. Um, but having some time to sit, I'd say I like two thirds. I like the first act and the third act. The second act is fine, but that's where it's kind of like it's just them making Clerks one. So like I like the new stuff. I like the heart that's in Act One and Three. Personally, I think Randall should have died. I I agree with Caleb on that because it was almost like um, 
Yeah, it was almost like I was ready for the second act to be done with because it's like I've seen this all before. Been here, done that. Right. You know, it was one of those like. And I get it. That's what we were sold on the movie being. See, I thought I thought the switch was going to happen uh, where Randall's showing Dante the movie and it's actually Dante dying. I mean, Randall dying, not Dante. Yeah. I thought the switch would happen yeah. there. And when they're like, shit, this movie's all about you. As Randall never been able to tell Dante how right. much he cares. That's a more moving. Mm-hmm. So I'm I, with you. Randall should have died. I think that's what I'm talking about. Is like in that moment, because here's the thing: it kind of goes against everything that Dante experienced in the movie. Because Becky spoke to him, and when she did, it was like you're still telling your story. Go tell it, and then he dies. Right. Yeah. So there's a call to action that he can never fulfill because he dies. So the shift should have been. <laughs> Like Randall should have taken the movie because he understands the importance of Dante's yeah. the heart. And Randall, I mean, he just had a heart attack. So it should have been like he died with him and then Dante got better. And then to see Dante live his life without that crutch. Right. Because that's part of his thing is like he's always had to take care of his best friend. Right. He's irresponsible. Right. So what are you going to do? And then that could have been the Dante transitioning into Kevin Smith. That would have been much better. As much like the Kevin Smith we know. Like Man. he made this movie and then look at what he's done. So this could have been him going, I see the the power of what he's doing. I want to do that and continue that. Mm-hmm. And then he could have lived his life. Boom done. Credits. So the thing You're that, welcome. the thing I can't shake. And the biggest the biggest rock that's on this movie for me. Is it the kites? No. <laughs> kites or whatever but he, he does nfts i get it but the um when dante is yelling at randall before the heart attack, before dante's heart attack and he says to him do you you know because they're basically filming the story of clerks which is the story of their lives together right. and clerks mm-hmm. and clerks they're actually it's clerks and clerks too together they've they, they yeah. mixed mix the two story, yeah. stories because they're trying to shoot the donkey show but he, he says don't you think i don't want to relive my life and what's the very last thing he makes him do? Relive, Relive, Relive his life. life. And then Dante is, uh, is okay with that. And I'm like, I don't know if he would be. Yeah. Even with Becky there. Yeah. It's 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 a heavy thing for me it to watch is. that. And like I get it. I mean, it's it's also heavy for me because I'm I'm you know, I'm getting close to their age and mortality is, a, is kind of a thing. So I that, that weighs on me watching this as well, but it's like I'm not sure if I'm satisfied. And then I'm like it's 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 the weakest of the three. Where it could have been the strongest of the three, even with the deaths. It's just right. it's just at the end of the day, it felt thrown together. It's very lazy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It felt thrown together. It literally felt thrown together. It's also like, the get- one. It's also the one where it feels like Randall is the worst of a friend. Like this is literally him at his worst. But the, here's the thing. You know, I, I'm a huge fan of Kevin Smith. Yeah, he's made, in my opinion, some beautiful movies mm-hmm. it for me right. you know Absolutely. movies that i just and he has you know decades of experience now right and this felt like somebody's first movie yeah the, the like you know it was the way just, it looks is definitely a regression it's it just yeah it just i don't know you're right it's so, lazy it's so, very lazy uh we saw this with our friend pablo who, who's been on the last two episodes with us but uh, unfortunately oh. he's not feeling well so he couldn't join us but he brought up something when we were talking outside after you you, know, after you both left and he was like um what this movie needed was scott Mosier, 
who's his, who has been his producing partner yeah. for most of his films. So from Clerks until Zach and Mary make a porno, he's with he's with Scott Mosier, mm-hmm. who kind of reigns Kevin in, right? And guides him, guides Kevin. There, there. Those movies seem to have more heart than the rest of them. So you get Clark Smallrass chasing Amy, mm-hmm. um, Jay and Silent Bob strike back, Dogma, Jersey Girl, Jersey Girls in this, um, and then Clark's two, yeah, and then there's Zach and Mary. I think I'm missing one, but there's uh, that's pretty much what that is. And then Scott Mosier leaves to go do his own thing after that. <laughs> and then since then we've gotten Red State Tusk. Yoga hosers. Uh, yoga hosers. Super groovy cartoon movie. Yeah, well, it's not theatrical. I mean, yeah, really, not yeah. theatrical. Really. And then we get um, reboot, reboot, and Clutch Three, and it's like and Kilroy, and they're not and Kilroy, great which I've not seen yet. Which I've not seen because I don't think Kilroy's the NFT movie. I don't think it's been a wide release yet. No. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, they're like Tusk is fun and creepy. I like Tusk, mm-hmm. but it's not great. I love Yoga Hosers. It's not a great movie. Yeah, but they're they're. There's a mo- it's funny because he's like no one gets in the movie no one get, gets in the movie to make Kevin Smith films, and like there's definitely two eras for Kevin Smith. There, I from Clerks to Zach and Mary are kind of these budgeted films. He does cop out between them too. The cop outs, but that's a that's a work for hire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's didn't not- he do a Daredevil too? One of the Daredevil movies? Mm-hmm. No, he, no, he wrote Daredevil comics. Oh, okay, and it seems I, I thought for no. whatever reason he he's been doing. He's been directing a lot of like CW of DC yeah. TV shows and stuff. So between the time, I mean, he's a, you know he's working director. You know, yeah, yeah. He, as he says, he lives very hand to mouth. Yeah, he's done the, a few Flash stuff and Supergirl. Like and, the money he's made has not been from making movies right. and TV shows. It's because it's all for the merchandising. He's he, right. really good at merchandising. Just you know, so he's smart at that. I. I just, I just don't know. I, I, I think he needs Scott Mosier. I just, I really, I think Scott Mosier would have made this movie better. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. There's no heart in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's not clever. I, my review for TikTok, I said this. This movie's not nearly. It's, it's, it's between. It's not as raw as Clerks, nor does it have it. Nor is it as clever. It's not as sharp as Clerks too, nor does it have its heart. Right. It's a sun. It, it's just a movie that just kind of exists. I mean, I give it two and a half Scotties. So. Two and a half Scotties. Oh, you haven't seen my TikToks where I do the yeah, I have Scotties. Yeah, that's why I, I do because yeah. it's me and I'm vain. <laughs> I don't have TikTok because the one time I did have it, hours went by and I accomplished <laughs> nothing in life. And I am way too busy for that, so I cannot. I cannot. Do, I had to have a, a moment. I had so, it for like a week. So I do TikTok. So I do tick. We we have you. You're actually on our TikToks. Well, you're welcome, world. <laughs> you get to see me, and I do not. Uh, but no, I, I said stars or whatever. I just use because you know, Emily, uh, Emily did so that. It's out of uh, how many? Four. And it, he's, he was oh, okay. So that's, be that's funny still have little Scotty dogs. That's still higher than I thought. Because right, no, yeah. my mom was surprised because she was like, "Yeah, he gave it two Because my mom watches, and so she was like, "Oh, he only gave it two that's and a half." And, yeah. Yeah, like that's probably that two and a half is about right. Yeah, and I, it's a two, uh, out of four. In my review, so I it's said like, oh, seven out of four, five. out of four, out of four. So it's like a seven point uh, five. And so I, I would give it to you. No, no, it's. I don't know if I would have given it the half. No, I, I give it a half just for the third act. No, oh, well, I seriously said it's a two. It's a, it's a two Scotty. So first a, thing you said in the review, it's a two Scotty yeah, movie. That's a six. So I'm giving two and a half. Okay. So it's like it's a like. It's a five point five or six in a ten ten star scale. Yeah. It's, it's a half a good movie, and it's and it gets that because you get the nostalgia. It's funny. Yeah. Like it's 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 not great, but it's funny. 
when it needs to be. The character, it's good to see these by people. Yeah, it is. And it, and, it, and I think the ending is sad and emotional. It does what it accomplishes. It's just at the end of the day, I just there's just some bumps on the road. I, I don't understand why Randall doesn't need to doesn't learn anything. And it's like it's not how it's not real, but that's how real works. I don't it's, it's I don't know how to really explain it because I'm really I'm really disturbed by the fact that he doesn't learn anything. Yeah. That's a it's an issue. Like like if anything, that should have been the moment that he did learn. Right. Like it took your best friend dying for you to grow up. Right. Right. Yeah, because like that's kind of his overall arc throughout all three films. Like is that he he doesn't grow. Like he he usually is like he becomes a better friend in the first two films, but he doesn't change a little bit. I mean like he became a business owner. Yeah. Like he grows a little bit. Where but it's you like, know Dante do does all that work. No, you know he does all the work, <laughs> but he, he has to have the drive to do it. Oh, too, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I feel like there is a little bit of growth in each one of them. A little bit. But this one, it just felt like this he didn't grow, and then he just replaced his best yeah. friend. Like, what did he learn? I just don't think he, I just... I, it's a regression. It's a regression for everybody. Absolutely. And I and I get I, I buy Dante's regression. If you're gonna kill Becky off that early yeah. and he's lost, I mean the, the moment he had because he, he he the he almost escaped Jersey with Emma, decides not to because he's in love with Becky. He gets what he wants and it's taken away from him. So I get him in mourning. I get that. I it, but, but fifteen years later, I get it, but also fifteen years later. But he's the guy who should who, who yeah, should yeah. get off. And, and not even yeah. just and not even just that. He <laughs> hangs out with a guy who doesn't grow or change. Right. right. So, See, like like you say, like Randall has to get up and do that too. But it, it's not that he, he has no drive. It's comfort for him. Oh, one hundred percent. Like he doesn't want to make the quick start better. He just wants to have it so it's a job. It's right. So, so like quick stop closes in a year, right? It doesn't stay open. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Randall, Ar- there's no way Randall keeps quick stop open. I mean, Ar- Elias be an interesting I mean, next I, movie. I, I, Elias can't keep it open either. Yeah. You've got Elias and Randall running. I mean, we know RST video shut down, so why not the quick stop as well? Right. Well, that's because people don't rent videos anymore. Right. But, so uh, they do still, drugs. but there are still mom and pop shops every <laughs> now and then. That that's one thing we have not talked about. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob. Bob. Yeah, Let's so, talk about actual I, Kevin Smith and the so, Kevin Smith. And I, I love this. And I so actually much. want to bring this up. I, I did want to talk about this specifically because so because you had to leave, you missed the and I almost missed the behind the scenes stuff that right. oh, after man. the after the film. Oh yeah, so, yeah. So at the at the during the credits, and you I think you missed this too. I what? I missed the during the credits. So during the credits, um, Kevin Smith talks to everybody. Yeah. And I came back in for. At the end, yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. during the credits. So yeah, during the credits, he he talk. It's it's he it's just audio. Uh-huh. It's just audio over the credits. It's it's the last audio cue. So it's no music. It's just him talking and talking about hey, hey, basically thanking everybody for coming to see the movie. It's really really sweet. But then he goes, I originally wanted to put, um, an, a narration at the end uh, with the pullback, mm-hmm. and it, it was going to be like uh, like a news article of of from the film like the cons film festival or something about randall how randall kept making movies mm-hmm. and working at the quick start and well into his 90s and he and the and the the quote the, the quote goes he says when asked about it he said, so what makes those your movies good or whatever he goes well it's the fucking customers at the end of the day and kevin smith's like yeah it's the fucking customers it's you guys we make these movies because you you keep seeing them we enjoy making right. them mm-hmm. and so it's a very sweet moment and then there's a whole behind the scenes yeah, yeah, so the whole behind the scenes. I wanted to bring up the behind the scenes because he talks about how he didn't want to make Jane Silent Bob such a big part of the film. But you did. 
You did. <laughs> That's my problem. Is I, it's I bigger than he makes it sound like. Not really that big in the film. No, I think they're. I, I think they're actually smaller in Clark's three than they are in the other two. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah, they weren't very big at all in this film. My favorite part was him not dancing until everybody went away. <laughs> yeah, he was like was you too, part. and he was like, "Who's gonna hit the?" Just, just Which down. fun fact we mentioned it in the trivia, and then for Clark's, it really happened. Yep. Mm. And so. Mm. I, I was hoping for a goodbye horses moment. <laughs> oh yeah, that would have been because <laughs> which is funny. See again, it's a re- regression. If Jay will go out and do goodbye horses and clerks too, and then is afraid to dance in front of people, yeah. And for 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 the for right. three, it's weird. Doesn't make sense. No. I know what really happened, but it's it it doesn't make sense for progression. Yeah, it's it's just these little nuance, little right. weird stuff. Right, throws, it, throws this whole movie off. I do like making Silent Bob the cinematographer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And him, his one big speech is about cinema. It's really funny. We're yeah. shooting this in black and white, and this is why. And that that was funny. Um, I liked I like blockchain. Um, Elias is Silent Bob, mm-hmm. who is Harley Quinn's boyfriend. Oh, is that who that was? That's Harley Quinn's real life. That the, they and Kevin Smith loves him and keeps calling him his future son-in-law. Um, he moved in with them w- during the pandemic. Okay. So they all lived together because you know Harley. He didn't want to see Harley like yeah. separate. Well, Harley's from... got her own house now. Yeah, but this is well, she, well, this, before. This, yeah, during the pandemic, they all lived together. That's crazy. And so, <laughs> so it's, it's really interesting seeing Harley there because Harley didn't know Dante, but I guess yeah. Jay was like, "Come, come see your uncle Dante." I don't know what. Yeah. <laughs> That's so weird. So weird. Uh, I also like the cameos. At, during the auditions, yeah, I did too. That was funny. That was fun. I'm like, have you considered making it a musical? <laughs> it could be a dance number. Mm. I, well, I was jo- I was joking because when we got out, I was like, okay, so we got our Ahsoka, but we also got our Kanan and and Seventh Sister from Rebels because uh, Freddie Prince Jr. and his, oh, interesting, and uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, aka Buffy. I would say Buffy. <laughs> But she was also seventh sister and also Freddie Prince Jr.'s wife. She's Mm -hmm. Buffy. (laughs) Let's move on to. I know her from Scooby Doo. Ready for our elevation? I'm ready. Her and him were in Scooby Doo together, and that's where I know them from. (laughs) All right. So I had kind of a a hard time coming up with libation for this movie only because, you know, I had done the liquid, liquid marijuana, the first one. For the clerk's one, because you know the, the, weed, one. the weed references, and then um, the purple cow because of movies. Um, you know, there's not a lot of alcohol at all in these movies, so mm. nothing really to because he's not a drinker. He's not a drinker. He's, he's, a, he's a pot smoker. So I'm thinking, okay, so try to find something kind of that would work. And uh, there's a lot of hospital scenes. And what do people drink in hospitals? Coffee. Right. Please tell me you brought something with coffee. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's what I need. Today. Just seeing just for religion. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Thank you. So, I'm gonna put some ice in these cups. I'm so excited. <laughs> Please continue. And what I have done is we're doing my version of an iced coffee. Okay. I would offer some to you, but you won't drink it because it's all alcohol. There's no non-alcohol anything in there. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Even Have you met me? better. Have you met me? <laughs> Scotty's like, can I just have some of the black coffee, please? Oh, no, there's no coffee. I don't drink coffee either, coffee. So, so it's like, 
coffee and liquor. I'm like, ah. Eh. I mean, there's coffee in here, but it's it liquor. Coffee. coffee liqueur. Yeah. Kahlua. No. Thomas is standing up. He's ready. No. Justina's going to be very excited about this. I'm already excited. It doesn't matter. I'm so excited. I was, I was, real, I was concerned by what would come out of the movie in the drink fashion because the movie felt meh. Right. I don't want a meh drink. Justina, let me introduce you to Guinness Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. Yes. <laughs> yes. Justina, let me introduce you to our topper, Jameson Cold Brew. Yes. Hello, Mr. Jameson. Hello, my old friend. <laughs> Calm down there, buddy. Calm down there. We need you in the glass. I hope you all know that when we leave the reception after the wedding, one of the stops is O'Daly's for car bombs. I'll so, do a car bomb on your wedding. Like, that's the big thing about us doing the whole wedding thing is we do the scoot skate. I'll and we do a would, car bomb on your wedding and not on your wedding. Perfect. <laughs> uh, is we would do that, we would just so. make stops. And one of the stops was we'd always go into O'Daly's and get car bombs. And I, we would just I do, do like a car bomb and then skate some more and come back and do another one. I do like uh, their car bombs. Mm -hmm, they're good. They're not as good other places. My body, enjoy your coffee. <laughs> yes. Is it delightful? It yes. Screwball. It does need some screwball. I have to do that oh, next time. Have, I, guess we'll, I guess we'll just start building a bar here. <laughs> Got room for it. I guess because yes, I know I'm going to have to start building a bar here. Where have you been, Scotty? Let's put it this way, Scotty. I have no more room for bottles at my house. I have so much liquor just from this show. <laughs> Stuff welcome. that I don't drink. Yeah, I don't drink at home. I, I will reuse it for drinks, but yeah, or friends. <laughs> but at home, I drink bourbon. Yeah. I've got my bourbon at home. Mm -hmm. Jamie drinks his rum. Right. So I've got shit ton Liqueurs and mixers and, and this and that and whatever else. Well, and guess we'll, we'll put a bar in here. There you go. All right, bar trivia. I need a Speaking good of bars. All right. Yes, so talking about cameos. So we have Fred Armisen from SNL. Mm -hmm. Sarah Michelle Geller. Yep. Buffy. Ben Affleck. All make appearances as actors auditioning for Randall's film. This film marks Geller's first theatrical live action film in 13 years. She was looking a little rough. She's well. She yeah. she's our age, so we're all looking there. Right. There. Speak for yourself. Yeah, I think right, she looks, I, high five. Yeah, I, I think she looks. I, say, I think I look I also, pretty damn good for my age. I also think Sarah Michelle Gellar still looks amazing. Personally. No, she looks amazing. I guess I wasn't expecting her to be um, as aged. Well, when you haven't seen them in so long, right? I haven't seen them again. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, oh my gosh, that's what it was. I, it, I was kind of shocked. I'm like, she looks. She looks like she's my age, and she is my age. They started <laughs> filming this. Actually, she's my age, so she's uh, she's. Five she's years. When, yeah, I, she's 45. when she's, I say my I think, age, like, I th yeah, I think her birthday is right before mine. It's like right there. She's in our age range. I first fell in love with her on All My Children. We've talked about this before, which was mm -hmm. Kendall Kane. I was like, I'm I fell in love with her on Buffy. Scooby Doo. That's what I know her from. I will keep saying it. Uh, this film this this movie began filming on Kim Smith's 51st birthday. All right. Uh, part of the film's plot involved Dante and Randall making a movie at the Quick Stop was also going to be the plot of a planned Clerks animated movie 
based on a short-lived TV series. It was titled Clark Sellout, which never was produced. I'm sad we didn't get another donkey show. That's true. The f- they tried. The The first of the Clark's films not to be f- uh, photo- uh, photographed by David Klein. Uh, Dave Klein is uh, busy doing uh, Disney stuff, so he's he filmed the Book of Boba Fett and some episodes of The Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. He's working on um, Mandalorian now, actually. During the heart, speaking of the Mandalorian, during the heart attack, operations of Randall's tells Doctor Landheim, Amy Sedaris, about the Disney Plus show The Mandalorian. On the show, Sedaris plays the character uh, Peli Motto in a recurring role, which I thought was kind of funny. I yeah. did. I thought I like that she showed up as a witch. I know. <laughs> she's like, "I'm your doctor. <laughs> I'm gonna take care of you." It's not gonna make it. See, she's so funny. Um, uses the actual Quick Stop Groceries location, which uh, from its first Clerks film in New Jersey, which is now run by the son of the original owner. Unlike the first film, which could uh, only be shot at night, hence why the shutters were jammed, the store was closed for two weeks, which allowed for scenes to be shot during the day. Uh, previously, the Quick Shop location in Jay's Halibut reboot uh, was a facade built in New Orleans, which was had a bigger parking lot and different surroundings. Uh, and now Ken Smith owns the... I don't know if he owns the building or he owns half the building or whatever, but he's got Smod Castle. So it's Qu- Quick Stop, RST Video, which is not open anymore. And then there's this other mm. other offices that he owns now because he has a podcast. They just keep an RST theater. up there for nostalgia. I think so. Um, can't tell you how much this movie made uh, because it's a Fathom event and they don't release that. That's also the first week. But I can tell you his budget. Or you want to guess his budget? Um. $15 million. Uh, a million. million. Five million. Seven. Okay. All right. All right. But I can, uh, and we can't do the top <laughs> movies of the weekend because the weekend's still happening. Yep. But we can do the top five movies of 2022 as of now. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I don't know what came out this year, Scotty. <laughs> Clerks. Now I can't. Going from number five. Number five is a. A spinoff of a kid's franchise that is not a Disney movie. Literally, all I can think about are gummy bears right now. <laughs> a kid's franchise. That's a, that's oh, a did that would be facts. Minions Rise of Gru. Yeah. Oh, look at there. The Minions, yes. Hey. Look, at, look at you with an animated film. Yeah. Only because my husband is obsessed with Minions. Because <laughs> so, you have a child. You have a man child. I have a man child. Number four. <laughs> Are you a man child? Uh-huh. It is a superhero movie. Doctor Strange. No. Is it a Thor one? The new N- Thor the one? The new Thor, Love and Thunder? No. No. Is it MCU? I, I'm so out of it. I don't no. even know what I don't no. came out. I was about to say, I think we ran out of it. Is there a films. Spider-Man, a Superman, a Batman? That oh, you said one of them. Oh, Batman. Batman. The Batman's number four. Batman. I didn't know there was a Batman That's a terrible movie. movie. Yes, what? Still made a t- yes, it is a terrible movie. It made, made <laughs> oh, my God. Money. I'm like, really? It's a boring and dumb I just went through oh wow uh, okay. the best part in it is uh the penguin yeah the penguin's the best part in all of them Callum Farrell's amazing yeah he's good all right uh number three is uh another science fiction franchise uh, and yes it's science fiction because we've argued about this about it being science fiction before oh, oh lord that. have I seen it probably not no um uh, is it that Predator movie? No, no, because that wasn't theatrical. 
Okay. Which is a damn shame. Prey yeah. should have been on the Yeah, that, that would have been, been a good movie. I'd love that. I was hoping they push it in theaters for a weekend. Okay, I don't so it's um, fiction. Uh, Chris Pratt's in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jurassic Park. Jurassic oh, Park. Jurassic Park, yeah. Dominion. Oh, uh, yeah. Dominion's. Dominion. Yeah. Number two, also a superhero movie. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yeah. What's the number one movie uh, of the year? Elvis. Elvis is like number 11. I want Elvis to be higher, so I'm just going to keep it. I like Elvis. Enjoyed it. (laughs) Number one movie of the year is Maverick. Yes, Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) Top Gun Maverick. I I haven't seen that or Jurassic Park yet. I forgot about Jurassic Park. I've seen most of those. Jamie alone brought it to number one. (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you. They should should send him royalties. (laughs) He's so proud of himself. you know, we went to Pensacola the other week and saw it in the IMAX, right? He, <laughs> I'm not lying. He wanted to go, literally, literally saw that they were showing it in the IMAX in Pensacola still, and we've got to see this in the IMAX. Well, he, don't tell him about 4D. He might go fly, fly to a 4D theater. Let me tell you, do you know, the, for me, I mean, the screen's big, but the only difference is when the planes fly by, the seat rumbles a little bit because of the sound system they use. Right. That was the only difference for me. That was it. Oh, and they sold alcohol at this particular theater, so that was nice. <laughs> it was a, it was an AMC, right. but they have a bar. Yeah. So I was in it for the bar. <laughs> That's a, yeah. Oh yeah. I had a gin drink with Aviator gin in it. You know that stuff that Ryan Reynolds owns. Yep. yep. It was pretty tasty. So that's Clerks Three. Would you recommend it? For if you are a Kevin Smith fan, yes, you need yeah, to see it. That's what I was gonna just because. Um, if you don't know anything, if if I was talking to someone who does not watch Kevin Smith movies, I would say no. Yeah, you not. you already have to be a Clerks or Kevin Smith fan or both. I mean, unless you're unless we're, you're in a podcast where you force like your your best friend to see movies out of order. I mean. <laughs> But yeah, I mean seriously, that's um otherwise I mean it's a it, it's an okay movie. It's not great, it's not terrible. It's okay. It, it um I I think it still has a lot of heart even if there's other issues with it. I you know, it, you see watch it when it comes to streaming, don't pay a lot for it. This definitely not a $20 movie. Wait till it's either free or 5 bucks or whatever you want to Kevin spend some money. Pretty much. If somebody approached me about this film, I'd probably say, "I'll oh, just watch the first one." Hands down, the first one's still my favorite. Right. Second yeah. one's my favorite. So two's, two's still for me. I love the first one. I it I think just, I like how much you can take away from the first one. Mm-hmm. I tend to like independent films better mm-hmm. in general because right, I feel like they have they're more creative, they're more imaginative, imaginative, and they're more original. Yeah. I just think that for me, the second one, um, I I laughed more in. I mean, I I had more fun watching. The second one, but the first one is very important. I mean, I, I like the, like like Clerks Two builds upon its lore. Clerks Three regresses all that. Yeah, so. it does. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would just probably tell Something people me. just just watch the first one and save yourself the heartache. Yeah, it's not worth the heartache. Caleb, uh, Randall, like I said, done. if you like if you like Clerks One or Clerks in general, and you like Kevin Smith films, then sure go for it. Um, you might come out mixed uh, opinion wise, but I thought it's fine. What's it doing on Rotten Tomatoes? Can you look that up? See how it's doing. Yeah, I got you. 
Will we be able to talk to Kevin Smith about this and like ask him questions? Because I've got questions. When you go see him, be like, we have questions. Like about the, like the one in Atlanta. Like, the, does he have a? Yeah, it's cute. It's okay. cute. Oh well. So it is a. I'm just gonna do the audience one because that's the one people care about more. Oh, obviously with the reviews too. Oh, I mean, I'm uh, on both. Uh, critically, it's a 65, so yeah. it's still fresh. Yeah. And audience, it's actually a 95. Really? Yeah, I can see it. Yep. I can see it. I can see it. Uh, bring a tissue, unless you're Stephanie. She yeah, I was about to, to say, bring a tissue. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a movie that I cry during. So just a movie, uh, <laughs> yeah. a single movie. I one single movie so far that I've cried during, and I, I know cry every about single it time. What was it? Color purple. It's yeah. at the end. I mean, Every it's, not a, it's not a bad movie to cry. Yeah, I cried. Let me yeah, tell yeah, you, yeah, at yeah. the end, I when the kids come back, oh. When it, oh my God, that's oh. like, not <laughs> yeah. running down my face. And they the start thing. doing the hand thing. Oh, I'm yeah. just, oh. It's like, Mama, Mama, oh. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to just oh. melt. Yeah. it's. I don't know why it just gets. And now I'm going to go find some tissues. This is Sky saying. Both of you. My goodness. This is Sky saying this is our contribution to the multiverse. Go out and make yours. Bye.